0: If you or anyone you know is considering having an abortion, here are some things from the Bible which you should consider before you do this or if you can help another person to consider these things from the Bible, I suggest you do that. The woman who has an abortion will be destroying a part of her own flesh, her own child. I've seen women in the church who had an abortion before they were born again. My experience with them is they can't forget what they did. Well, of course they can't because that child is a part of her own flesh. It's something you will have to live with most likely as long as you live on this earth. It's a memory you will probably not extinguish in your lifetime. You might be forgiven, but you might not extinguish the memory of what happened. I know I have many memories on other things that I try to extinguish. (laughs) Sometimes I'm not too successful. But you don't want To do this and live with it because the consequences are incredibly important. Let me share with you, please, some of the things that you should consider before you would have an abortion. Abortion is murder, you're killing your own child, thus, you're sinning against God, and you are basically on the way to destroying yourself. So take it easy there for a minute. Sit back and listen to what I say, because it is from God. There's another burden in this situation. Your reason for abortion, whether you are married or not married. If you're not married and committed fornication and became pregnant and decided the only way out is to have an abortion, The only way for you to have a life on this earth is to have an abortion. You can't be burdened by a child. (laughs) You are bringing something on yourself that you have no idea how bad this can get as you continue to live on this earth. And especially when you get older and you're sitting there and you think, there was that child. I never gave that child an opportunity to be born or to grow up or to, ha- to marry and have children. And as a consequence, I'm alone. You destroyed yourself. It may look like you're freeing yourself to have a life on this earth, but you're really destroying yourself. You're destroying your life on this earth. I'm really exhorting you. Not to destroy yourself. Now here's something you really need to consider, especially if you committed fornication and as a result became pregnant and are considering an abortion. You want to lay sin upon sin? You've already fragmented yourself by committing fornication outside of marriage. For at the time of sexual intercourse, you become one flesh with that person, whether you have a marriage certificate or not. It's really kind of a control that God set into the universe. Listen to this scripture. Paul is exhorting the men concerning having sex with a prostitute. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 15 through 18. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the member of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. So Paul is telling us, even if a man has sex with a prostitute, he becomes one flesh with that prostitute. And Paul says in verse 18, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. You can't have casual sex because God causes you to be joined to that person as one body. So there is no such thing as casual sex. You're going to fragment yourself so badly. Every time you have sex with another person, whether you're male or female, you become one body with that person. How fragmented do you think? you will actually end up becoming. It's going to affect you on this present earth. You may try to escape this, but God ordained that this happen, that the two become one flesh at the time of sexual intercourse, whether they're married or whether they're not married. They become one flesh, and you cannot change that fact. For it is as surely set as the sun is set in the sky by God. It's that firm. At the time of sexual intercourse, the two become one flesh whether they are married or not. So you've already done that if you're pregnant. And the abortion thing, I mean, what is your reason for abortion? that you want to be free, that you want to have your own life, that you're too young maybe to have a child, oh, you're going down a very bad path that will destroy you. You're not only destroying a human being, your own flesh, a child, but you're destroying your own flesh. You're not going to live on this earth in peace after this you're going to pay a penalty. So don't add sin to sin. Now here are some other things to consider. There's something even greater to consider in this matter of abortion. Sinning against God. Now how could it be a sin against God? Well, you're committing murder for one thing. But the second thing is this scripture, Psalm 127, verse 3. Children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. You sin against God if you destroy your own child, for you destroy the heritage of God. Proverbs 17:6 Children's children are the crown of old men all the way to the standpoint of having grandchildren or great-grandchildren and the glory of children are their fathers You upset the course of your own world as ordained by God for the people for this of this world And this will further destroy you. Not only do you commit murder by abortion, but you stop the heritage of the Lord for all your family. You hurt many other people. Your parents, who would be denied the right to be grandparents and great-grandparents, and have God's heritage for you're destroying God's heritage if you have brothers or sisters you also deny them their rightful heritage to have a niece or nephew if you have children if you have other children and you decide to have an abortion you deny their heritage by killing their brother or their sister. So this is far greater than considering your own self. It's what you're going to do to everyone in your path. And your choice in this matter could even carry into all eternity. For the apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5:10 and 11, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body, the things that he did on this earth, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Paul says, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. So you want to be free to be fulfilled on this earth and that baby is getting in the way or would get in the way of your fulfillment? Hey, you better listen to this pretty carefully. Paul shows us how terrible it can be for women to be free to run about from house to house, not being bound by a husband, not being bound by children to have to care for being free to go out and do your own thing, to fulfill yourself. Listen to what Paul wrote concerning the young widows. 1 Timothy 5, verses 13 to 15. And withal all they learned to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not to speak. Verse 14, I will therefore that the younger women who are widows, marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. For some are already turned aside after Satan. These are consequences, terrible consequences. If you have an abortion... You affect everyone in your path, your father, your mother, your brothers, your sisters, and if you have other children, you have denied them the heritage that is rightfully theirs to have that brother or sister. You're affecting everyone, not just yourself. Therefore, your choice, you better consider your choice very seriously. You may say, but I'm young. I don't have any way to support a child. If you will honor God, he will honor you, even in your sin. If you honor God by turning to him and saying, I've done this to myself. I've caused this to come on myself. I don't want to add sin to sin. Please forgive me for my sexual sin. But please help me in going forward that I not add sin to sin. Please help me. Please save me and help me. He will. He will make a way. You say, well, I don't have any money. God will make a way. If you turn to him and trust him, he will. You're not bound with no choice. You have a choice. And your choice is whether to go in the way of God, in a godly way, on this earth, even if it means sacrificing your life for your child, for your unborn child. God will not fail you if you make a choice to go in a godly way. It is your choice whether to kill a child or not to kill a child. You have a choice. But it's going to affect the rest of your life on this earth and maybe even damn you for all eternity. You're going to hurt everybody in your path that will be hurt by the decision to have an abortion. Everyone. Not just the unborn child. Everyone. So you have a very serious choice if you're considering an abortion. These are the things God has shown me to share with you. And I urge you to very seriously consider what you are really doing as you go forward. Because it's either life or death to you. Not to the unborn child, to you. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.